So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be about being wrong and or five lessons on being wrong. Again, a pretty great article, I assume, from James Clear. And I hope there's gonna be a lot of value for you because this is what I'm actually somehow trying to do. Like, I don't know if I'm doing it, but at least I try. But, as fucking always, more after the goddamn motherfucking piece of shit intro. Well, it is actually not a piece of shit, but the motherfucking intro, because there wasn't a lot of swearing in the first two seconds of the episode, and there has to be swearing. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah. With this being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And I'm so pumped. I'm really pumped, you know, because I've already recorded an episode, I've already worked out, and now there is to go, there is now gonna be now, and now, now, you know, now there is gonna be the next episode, and the second episode for today, and also the last episode for today, you know, actually on some days I feel like, well, recording five episodes would be great as well, you know, because I feel so like recording, you know, it is actually nearly insane, you know, I don't know, but it is great, you know, because it is definitely important to do something, and I've been talking about it, and it's just so trendy, and also a little bit cringy to some degree, but you have to do something that you like, you know, especially if you're doing it for eight hours a fucking day, it has to be something that you like, that you love, that you want to do, and um, apparently throughout my internship that I'm, that I have now been on for a week, exactly, well, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, a week in terms of working week. So I'm not going to work on Saturday or Sunday, obviously. But there's been a week on like me being on this internship. And yeah, there's been some days like I really didn't feel like going there. You know, I think, it's, was it Thursday or something? Thursday, I guess, was the worst day I've, I've had in a long time. Because it wasn't a lot of fun. Like, it wasn't a lot of fun being on this internship or doing this internship. Even though I thought like, well, it's, you know, I when I started it or before I started it, I was quite never like, okay, I'm going to be so pumped for this. I'm going to be so happy for doing this. It was always like, well, yeah, I, I can't be doing what I've been doing up to this point of time, you know, my whole day long, which is recording episodes and producing content for those platforms, for those platforms that I admire and that I'm so thankful for in the end, because it is insane, you know, how many possibilities that we are actually having, but we just actually have to be good enough and or good, well, good enough, you know, to do something here, to be able to do something here. It is just merely our skill, you know, that lets us just, I don't know, pop up on those platforms or not. It merely is our skills. And also just because, you know, once we get attention and once our things, our content is actually pretty good, people are going to follow and people are going to just spread the message. You know, word of mouth is definitely still a thing. And I think you can see that. Like, you're going to talk about an amazing t-shirt or amazing food at an amazing restaurant that you've eaten with your friends, with your bodies, with your, well, not bodies, but bodies, with your family, with your mother, with your dad, whoever you're talking to, you're probably going to talk about this amazing food you had at this new restaurant that is in your town. 
And I think it's the exact same thing with you know, new YouTubers. If you do just have some friends where you can talk about or with whom you can talk about those things, you're gonna talk about those things with them. It is just, it is just interesting. I really have to say it is just interesting that word of mouth is like a thing from day one and it is still a thing and it is still important and it is still something I think companies should keep in mind somehow to some degree however they are going to do it they have to do it and yeah the article is already there which is amazing this is fucking amazing so five lessons on being wrong so as a rule we are incredibly hard on ourselves when it comes to being wrong and making big decisions in life definitely the case and something that i've been talking about in last days I think it was actually last day's episode, but also in the last episode that I've recorded today, is that decision-making is actually one of the simplest things or should be one of the simplest things you're doing in your life. Just because you will never know what would have happened, you know, if you would have chosen the other decision or the other option. You will never know. Nobody knows. You don't know, your mother doesn't know, your father doesn't know, your friend do not know. Nobody knows. And therefore it is actually like, well, you know, it doesn't matter what you're choosing. Like if you're choosing this or that, it really does not matter. I don't know what to say. Like it just doesn't matter. You know, you will never know what, what would have happened. And therefore also thinking about like, okay, what would have happened if I've chosen this and that one? Maybe something even worse. Maybe you would have died. You know, it could be the case. You know, it could be the case. But yeah. I've been talking about it for so long in the last episode. So if you want to check out this, check it out. Yeah, makes sense. So if our first five relationships end with a breakup, we think we are, we are destined to be alone forever, which apparently is not the case. And actually this certain sentence or this sentence as such got me to go through this article because I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I, I kind of believe that it, people think that way, even though it is such a fucked up way and it is such a way that I can understand it. I can understand it, but it is just such a thing where I do also have to say, like, I do not understand it because it is like, yeah, you know, it makes sense to me, you know, and clearly just gets into my head and I understand and whatever, but no, it's not going to be the case. You're not going to be alone forever just because you first 10 relationships have been fucked up. Maybe you just have to change something about you, your behavior or something. It depends on who is to be blamed. Blamed, But yeah, you know, definitely you're not going to be alone for the rest of your fucking life. It also still depends on how old you are. Like, yeah, you know, when you're just, I don't know, 90 years old, it's going to be a little bit tougher, I guess. Or at least I assume, you know, I really don't know because I'm not 90. If we go to school, get a degree and spend years training for a job that we end up hating, we feel like a failure for not having it all figured out. Something that I honestly fear, you know, I honestly fear not only for me, but also for people just in general, like it must be fucked up. It must be just one of the worst things that, well, you know, worse is like, okay, dying is worse. But yeah, it is definitely not a good thing. And it is definitely a thing that is probably going to fuck up you just immensely. And the last one, if, if we have a dream of writing a book or starting a non-profit or creating something of value and we stumble on the first try, we say that we are not cut out for this. And well, you know what, you know, something that I think I can talk about for quite some time. I've been doing this for a year now and I have not, I have not seen 
any significant improve. In terms of Instagram, actually, everything went down just crazily. You know, I barely get any likes, I barely get any followers. And, uh, well, yeah, new platforms like, I don't know, TikTok, they work better because it is a new platform and also, you know, LinkedIn and whatever. But on those platforms that are there, not a lot is happening. And I do understand it. It might be because of my content. It might be because just not the right people see the content. It might just be because I post too much that is not getting any traction because it seems to be the case that there is some issue there. I don't know. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, yeah, I don't know, but it's probably going to work out, you know, or, or it maybe is going to work out. And even if not, then I'm going to transition another, to another platform and I'm going to see if just YouTube is working and then I put just more time into YouTube or more time into the podcast. Yeah, changing up things, adjusting to the situations, I think, in general, is something to look out for. So in cases like these, when we are attempting to do something that is complex and multi-faceted or faced or faceted, I think it's actually faced. I believe that being wrong is actually a sign that you're doing something right. And here is why. And I also believe so, by the way. I also believe so because being wrong means that you're trying out a lot of things and that you're probably trying out some things um, and this just first of all shows you what you're not good at, maybe, probably, somehow, and it also shows you like, okay, you know, this is a failure and now learn from it. I know it is just a thing that, that a lot of people talk about and I do also have to say that I'm actually pretty grateful that a lot of people talk about mindset and a lot of people talk about gender equality and a lot of people talk about certain things that are really fucked up in our society nowadays at least that um, I might think like well do I have to talk about it or does it make sense for me to talk about it or actually not you know because just such a lot of people are already talking about it the thing is I'm still going to talk about it because it is on my mind and I want to just spread it and I'm just willing to try to spread. Like, this is just a really important thing that I'm trying to spread it. But yeah, so here is why. First choice versus optimal choice, which is the new headline. For some reason, we often expect our first choice to be the optimal choice. However, it is actually quite normal for your first attempt to be incorrect or wrong. This is especially true of the major decisions that we make in life. For example, it is definitely true. Like, it is definitely true. For example, finding the right person to marry. Yeah, I, I do just, first of all, have to say, and this is probably gonna fuck me up when I'm editing it, just because it's like, okay, I hate it. But I'm just reading a headline, and then I'm not talking about the actual thing, because I think like, wow, now there is gonna be the, the whole kind of paragraph, and I'm gonna cut it out, and then post it to Instagram to provide value on other channels as well. And no, I'm gonna just start with the headline and then I think about something different and talk about something different. It pisses me off to some degree, but something that I have to live with and also something that I might be changing up during the process of going through it because it would make sense for you, you know, because it would just be great. It would be amazing. It would be nice, especially because I've forgotten what I was thinking about. Um, well, yeah, now I know it again. The thing is, there is definitely gonna be uh, like, I don't know, people that find each other and they're gonna marry and they're gonna live their whole life together and they love each other and whatsoever. It is nice, you know, it is amazing. I, I like to see that, I love to see that, like, it is fine. The thing there is, 
even if it is not the case, I don't know, if you're happy in the end, I guess you haven't lost in the macro. And it, is, it again just pushes me into this direction of, okay, it's been a failure, it's been a mistake in the micro, which means like you have, I don't know, 100 years in your life. And if one year or if two years is going to be just fucked up and shitty, it's like 2%. 2%. It's a very macro thing. But I don't know, like just sticking with one person that is actually making you so unhappy is something that I somehow consider a macro failure. Like, okay, you're spending 40, 50, 60 years to the end of your life, maybe, with a person that you actually do not like. Well, first of all, it doesn't sound right to me just because like, I don't know, maybe the other person is also not that happy with you just because you are not happy with them and it just really reflects, you know, you basically reflect how you're feeling quite often, you know, at least I'm doing that, you know, if I'm not feeling good, of course, I'm not going to be as energetic as I can be, of course, I'm not going to be just as, as often smiling as I can do, it just shows, I guess, and second of all, like, yeah, please don't do that, I guess, you know, even though it is pretty tough for me to say, just because I have not been in this, in this, uh, in this, uh, Situation, yeah. <laughs> All those basic words that I'm forgetting. But no, um, I haven't been in this situation. I have, uh, and I don't even know if I'm gonna just be in this uh, situation in my life. But what I certainly know is that it definitely is just a pretty fucked up thing. It definitely is. And I really hope that you're. The thing that I'm willing to say here is that even though you might have been just uh, having some some relationships that have not been that well doesn't mean that you first of all doesn't mean that you will never find a person that you that you love and they love you and everything's perfect and whatsoever but it just also just means like okay it's it's been a micro failure and it doesn't really have to say that your whole life is going to be shitty and it doesn't also say that you were never ever going to find a person that you just really like and you're still going to be happy in the end and this is something that is then important you know that you're happy in the end and that's it, you know, of course, maybe you might not be happy for a year or two or three, but I don't know, you know, we have so, 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 so long lives nowadays, it is great, it is really great. Um, so, think of the first person you dated, so finding the right person to marry, think of the first person you dated, would this person have been the best choice for your life partner? Go even further back and imagine the first person you had a crush on. Finding a great partner is complicated and expecting yourself to get it right on the first try is unreasonable. It is rare that the first one would be the one. The second thing is choosing your career. What is the likelihood that your 22-year-old self could, op could optimally choose the career that is best for you at 40-year-old? or years old, or 30 years old, you know, or even 25 years old. Consider how much you have learned about yourself since that time. There's a lot of change and growth that happens during life. There's no reason to believe that your life's, that your life's work should be easily determined when you graduate. And the third one is starting a business. It is unlikely that your first business idea will be your best one. It probably won't even be a good one. This is the reality of entrepreneurship. My first business idea lost 1.4k. Hashtag winning. <laughs> when it comes to complex issues like determining the values you want in partner or selecting the path of your career, your first attempt will rarely lead to the optimal solution. Yeah. Definitely the case. And this actually just leaves me a little bit concerned that I'm doing something right at the time. 
that might not be the thing in the future. Even though I, I I'm now seeing something different. You know, I'm seeing the, the normal quote unquote nine to five that is definitely like I don't know if I like it. You know, I really like kind of the diversity that I'm that I'm having with what I'm doing right here. It's like okay, I'm doing the posts, I'm doing the uh, you know the podcast, I'm doing the YouTube videos. I could edit them if it would be just my life work. And I just really want to push up the boundaries. I could do that. Like, I don't know. You know, it just, I think in the end, being happy is like, yeah, voila, there is your life goal. You're happy. And that's it. And I think that's fine. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's good. But yeah, let's move on. And I certainly think as well that um, he's definitely right. Like, probably the first thing is not going to be the thing if it is the thing it is amazing you know it is nice and it is like okay you have not wasted any fucking time and you have fucking life like you have been working on that business that you have just then just i don't know like built to a billion dollar kind of thing from day one on it is great it just is great it really is but if it is not like i don't know just don't get crippled yeah yeah. Five lessons on being wrong. Being wrong isn't as bad as we make it out to be. I have made many mistakes and I've discovered five major lessons from my experiences. The first one. Choices that seem poor in hindsight are, are an indication of growth, not self-worth or intelligence. When you look back on your choices from a year ago, you should always hope to find a few decisions that seem stupid now because, they, because that means you are growing. If you only live in a safety zone where you know you can't mess up, then you will never unleash your true potential. If you know enough about something to make the optimal decision on the first try, then you're not challenging yourself. I think it is true. I think it is true and therefore I'm also trying out to do different things on this channel here and also on the podcast here to push my boundaries and to see what I'm capable of and to see what I can do and to see what um, what I could make the podcast to and then what I could make out of the podcast and or the YouTube videos to yeah basically just pushing the boundaries I think is the best word that basically describes what I'm thinking about even though sometimes I'm actually coming back to reading articles, reading a book summary, reading this and reading that. I've actually not been going through a book summary for quite some time now, quite some time. And I, I really haven't feel, felt that way also. Like book summaries are great. They're really great. Um, are they great to go through? I don't know. I don't know. You know, the thing is, they just can give you a lot and a ton of value. And also the people that are watching them and, and or are listening to them, but you certainly do just have to listen to all of them. Like if it is a series and I've had those that are like 14 episodes long, which is definitely something, it is two weeks. Like it is two weeks, it is something. It is not nothing, it is something. And it is still, it is not like just enormous or something. Um, yeah, it gets a little crazy and it gets a little bit complicated for people actually then having to watch all of it. Like for sure, having just a series that is like, okay, just connected together i think it's fine like and you see it with let's plays and whatever it is but uh yeah but yeah i don't know maybe i should be doing it once again maybe i should just uh have an episode tomorrow where i'm merely talking you know because i always think like okay i want to provide value and i do not know if 
and I, I also want to provide a good video or want to make a good video. And I don't certainly know if me just sitting there talking without anything is going to be the best thing. I could also just play some chess, you know, the next time or could read a story and then talk about it the whole just episode long. I could be doing that. But I'm sometimes actually concerned about the YouTube video rather than the podcast because the podcast is like, okay, I'm talking, everyone can understand me and everything's fine and that's okay. Like, I do not have to worry about anything. But in terms of the YouTube video, it's like, okay, where is the visual thing? Like the visual content, it is certainly not there. Baya, badia, badia, badia. You know what? The second one. Given that your first choice is likely to be wrong, the best thing you can do is get started. The faster you learn from being wrong, the sooner you can discover what is right. For complex situations like relationships or entrepreneurship, you literally have to start before you really feed, feel before you feel ready because it is not possible for anyone to be truly ready. The best way to learn is to start practicing. I just liked it. I, I loved it and I really deeply believe in just doing. Not thinking, not dreaming, but doing. The third one. Break down topics that are too big to master into small tasks that can be mastered. I can't look at any businesses and tell you what to do. Entrepreneurship is too big of a topic, but I can look at any website and tell, and tell you how to optimize it for building an email list because that topic is small enough for me to develop some level of expertise. If you want to get better at making accurate thirst choices, then play in a smaller area. As Niels Bohr, the Nobel Prize winning physicist, famously said, an expert is a person who has made all the mistakes that can be made in a very narrow field. I believe so. I believe so. Like uh, making mistakes is definitely important, but I, I always want to point out that making mistakes on purpose is not the thing you should be doing. Re you should not be doing failures and mistakes on purpose just because of the sake of learning it. You know, it might just really sound stupid and it definitely sounds stupid and definitely sounds dumb, but I do just want to point it out because of some reason. I don't know. You know, I have been pointing out for just such a long time. And I still don't know why I'm, I'm pointing it out. I just believe that it is really important. The fourth thing. The time to trust your gut is when you have the knowledge or expertise to back it up. You can trust yourself to make sharp decisions in areas where you already have proven expertise. For everything else, the only way to discover what works is to adopt a philosophy of experimentation. And the fifth and last one. Last one. Um, the fact that failure will happen is not an excuse for expecting to fail. There is no reason to be, to be depressed or give up simply because you will make a few wrong choices. Even more crucial, you must try your best every time because it is the effort and the practice that drives the learning process. They are essential even if you fail. Realize that no single choice is destined to fail, but that occasional failure is the cost you have to pay if you want to be right. Expect to win and play it from the outset. So your first choice is rarely the optimal choice. Make it now and stop judging yourself and start growing, which is the end line of this article. I'm gonna still read the footnote because I'm just going, I'm just really in this reading vibe. I believe that this is also one of the reasons why history repeats itself. There are many situations that simply have to be experienced to be understood. Even if you read the opinion of every expert in a field, the only way to make progress is your own life in your own life is to experiment. Of course, not all experiments go to plan, go to plan and 
go to plan and as a result the same mistakes are made over and over again as each person goes through the process of finding their own way very important and i truly believe that everyone's just making very very similar mistakes and i guess it is fine it is not good i do not want to say that it is good but i think it is fine like what should you be doing like still this leads me to something different which is uh, reading yeah it leads me to reading books reading books um I don't only want to say biographies, but I think biographies are a good source of that. But actually reading about failures that other people made just to prevent yourself from doing them makes sense. It just makes sense. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't lie there. You know, I can make something up. It just makes sense, but it doesn't have to be a book. It does not have to be a book. It could also just be an article. It could be uh, just a biography in the internet. You don't need, you do not need, it could be a video as well. You know, it could definitely be a video about someone just, um, yeah, on someone that is talking about what he or she did wrong in their life and what you should not be doing wrong in their life. Um, maybe I can tell you something because, like, I'm not old. I'm 18 years old and I might not have as much experience as you have in your life. Um, maybe, you know, could be the case. And I don't want to talk about some life lesson shit there because I haven't lived life, you know. I have not lived life for such a long time, but something that I have seen maybe is like, something that I've seen in the past days is when I put out content just for the sake of putting out content or when I'm just really willing to say something, when I'm willing to just bring a message across, it is most often the case that these pieces of content, especially on TikTok, for example, that these contents go pretty well or they do pretty well. Not gonna say they go they they go viral or some shit like this, but they're doing well. You know they're certainly doing quite well, which is good. You know which is good. Um, like this unintentional kind of well maybe just not being selfish. Well not only think about like I do just wanna push out a piece of content here, but I wanna help one. I wanna just wish one a good day or a nice day or a happy day or wonderful day. And not just only being selfish. Still, selfish selflessness is still something to consider. Something to think about. It is uh, important. Like, being selfish in the first place and then just through being selfish, being selfless makes sense for me. Like, uh, being happy and through being happy, just being selfless just makes sense. But yeah, I guess this is going to be the end of the episode. And I do hope that I've got out a lot of value here. And I hope that also the whole thing is entertaining enough. Like, yeah, this is also a big part that I'm that I'm working on, you know, with kind of the, the talking part here, that I'm not just having a lot of ams and a lot of just filling words that I sometimes use. But if I actually concentrate a lot on them, then I rarely use them. Or well, I do not use them as often as I do without actually kind of thinking about them, I guess. But yeah, um, this was actually on purpose somehow. I don't know. Thing is, I wish you the best health, health, happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you are going to be remembered. It is eight o'clock and I finished with everything for the day. And now I think I'm done. I'm then going to just go and eat something. I'm looking forward to it or I'm going to shower. I don't know. Could be either one of those. But yeah. Um, please think about your legacy because you totally have it in your control. It's basically your choice to some degree. To some degree, it is also not your choice. But uh, 
um, yeah, no matter how nice you are and no matter how generous you are, there's still going to be someone that hates you. Just because, you know, just because I think it is our human nature that we are this way sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Not everyone, some people, sometimes. But, uh, yeah, also think about your purpose. Why are you here? What are you trying to do? And what are you willing to do? What are you willing to change? What pisses you off the most? Good questions for you to think about, as always. And, uh, yeah. I see you the next time, I guess. I at least hope. And I really have to thank you for being with me to, f to going through or for going through with me uh, this article. Yeah, this is a nice sentence structure. <laughs> I see you the next time. Thank you from the bottom of my fucking heart. For real now. For, for real, real, real now. I'm happy. I see you the next time.